0: Hey, ladies! Welcome to the Wrestling Podcast called Ride Wrestling, baby.
1: Are we recording now? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Hi. No, that's fine. Probably the uh, lamest
0: way to start a podcast. The-
1: <laughs> no, it's our new theme song. You have to play it every time. No, you have to <laughs> sing it live every time.
0: Mm. You know, I live life live. <laughs> I-, I just want. I want to
1: get you one of those signs that's like live, laugh, love. It says live life live
0: live life. live i
1: should cross stitch that for you
0: sure <laughs> congratulations oh i wasn't talking to you i was talking to <laughs> bobby lashley who won the wwe world championship
1: hey but isn't that a Raw. win for all of us I,
0: he no. squished miz <laughs> after miz tried to avoid him
1: that is good
0: and at the end he couldn't avoid uh bobby lashley so this obviously is building up that I guess Drew's going to get that belt back from Bobby Lashley yeah. at WrestleMania. Yeah. So Bobby will at least get to hold it through Fastlane, the next pay-per-view. But wouldn't it be cool? I like Drew. I like him fine. Yeah. What if we went to WrestleMania? Everyone thinks Drew's going to get this belt, but Bobby keeps it. He's, okay. He's been in the game so long, and this is the first time he's been... He's been champion in other, I'm, I think he's been ECW champion and shit, but this is the first time he's WWE world champion.
1: Well, you know, I was about to say that I don't have like, I think Bobby Lashley's fine. Yeah. I think he's good. He's not like one of my absolute favorite wrestlers. I don't really follow him specifically, but I will say they have put him through some shit. That whole Lana storyline was is, fucking shit.
0: He's the only one that didn't get hurt in that story. He line.
1: didn't, although I guess like he's like married to her, but that just doesn't matter anymore. It just
0: doesn't exist um, anymore.
1: But 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 it was still stupid because I think there was just like a collective groan from the whole world while that was happening, the whole wrestling world, and so and maybe he's getting his. This is his time. Like, the, he went through the shit, and he, now he gets to be the champ. He's
0: the monster that Drew McIntyre is going to beat at WrestleMania. Yeah, I don't think we've seen bobby lashley lose in a singles match with the exception of the three way which he lost the us belt without getting pinned him, yeah so it doesn't hurt him yeah the last time i think i don't think he beat rusev in the tables match Mm. remember that after the lana stuff that was yeah
1: that was rough
0: that was the last time we saw rusev in wwe they
1: were like kicking rusev while he was down like
0: he was the one that got shit on he got real shit on but
1: i mean the story was bad yes it was but rusev got the short end of the stick and i'm just like so so glad that we have miro now
0: but from that point i don't think bobby lashley ever lost Mm-hmm. He literally is probably the winningest guy. I think literally Drew McIntyre at least lost to Randy Orton in a one on one since that point. Since that point, his record's probably better than Drew's. I think Drew was even a heel going way back that far.
1: Mm-hmm. So Maybe con- they'll let him keep it.
0: So, congratulations.
1: Congratulations.
0: Bobby Lashley.
1: Not you. Bobby. Bobby
0: Lashley. Right. Congratulations to Bobby for winning. Not me.
1: I didn't do anything. The
0: WWE World Championship. hmm And maybe people enjoyed watching Miz get squished. If that's the case, then Miz did his job just fine.
1: I enjoy just thinking about the fact <laughs> that Miz got squished. You
0: didn't watch it. We I should will point never. that out.
1: I would not.
0: And this is about making the world see the destruction which he will rot. Vault. Vault. On any who oppose him. Marco Stunt. Is upon us! Just like that. Here is your winner by submission and the new WWE Champion Marco Stunt Ultra Rock. Wrestling. Wrestling. So we were on the eve of castle attack last time we talked about New Japan. Ah yes. We got a three-way match between El Desperado. Bushi and El Fantasmo to get the junior IWGP junior heavyweight mm-hmm. because poor Hiromu is out six months with a bad yes. injury.
1: Yes. And this was pretty much really just a fight between
0: El, El Desperado
1: and El Fantasmo.
0: Bushi did do cool <laughs> shit, but I would keep forgetting he was in it.
1: There was one point where, yeah, he showed up, and I almost asked you why he was in the ring. Triple threat. Yeah. yeah I hate, I hate triples.
0: Old oh, Phantasmo rips El Desperado's mask. Yeah. And last time Hiromu fought El Desperado, he ripped his mask and El Desperado just took the thing off I was like, let's go.
1: But, but th- this time... he This
0: time he's, he fucks off to the side for a long time. I guess there's no count out He's got here.
1: like people around him. He's like kind of in the dark over there. And
0: he's gone for a long time until he comes back with a whole new mask.
1: Oh, but during this time... El Fantasmo's wearing his mask, stomping on his <laughs> mask, like being like so disrespectful. What a
0: true shit licking hill, that he's El Phantasmo. So he's
1: so good. But
0: El Desperado is he's becoming low key, he's becoming my favorite in the junior heavyweight division, I think. Nice. And I'm glad he got the win here because, you know, he told Kota Ibushi. Because they're going to wrestle at the anniversary show, which we watched. And it's supposed to be like an exhibition. But after that match, El Desperado comes up to Kota, who retains the Intercontinental Championship from Naito. Mm -hmm. And Naito, he was injured too. Put on the sidelines to kind of like rest. But really, Naito still went pretty hard once this match went going between him and Kota Ibushi for the Intercontinental Belt. It was a really good match too.
1: What did El Desperado say?
0: It's supposed to be an exhibition. That the heavyweight and the junior heavyweight wrestle on anniversary. Mm -hmm. But how about you said you would accept any challenge anytime, anywhere, Coda. So So give me a shot at your double championship. Yep. El Desperado had a chance to win the Intercontinental and IWGP heavyweight despite being a junior heavyweight would that have been a mind fuck if you gave it to
1: me? I mean, would have, but it <laughs> was not going to happen.
0: Which, that ended up being a pretty cool match. I will say, though, the anniversary show... Anniversary show was also the beginning of the New Japan Cup.
1: Yes, we saw the first two matches.
0: But Kota Ibushi and El Desperado... I mean, of course, Kota won this. Yes. And I think Kota is officially using the language of... Instead of calling it the IWGP heavyweight belt... He's throwing around the word IWGP World Heavyweight Belt.
1: Because he wants to merge the two belts that the, he has right now.
0: They need to do something like an effect that makes it look like these belts are coming together or something.
1: You want an illusionist to train Kotobushi to Magic. do an illusion in the middle of the ring, and I think that's 1,000% what needs to happen.
0: Yeah, some, um, what do they called when you were like a metallurgy alchemist? Some alchemist power uh coda merges these metals belts together yeah it forms... makes way
1: more sense for him to get alchemist power than to hire an illusionist but I've, okay i think the new
0: <laughs> i think the new belts <laughs> should have black straps but white threading in homage to the white strap of the intercontinental belt
1: sure i think that they should just cut both of them up and sew them together in like, some kind of like frankenstein way i think or it... like one of those best friends hearts Where they just like...
0: Like you put them together and it forms (laughs) one.
1: And then they glow or something. I think it should be just
0: stupidly large. Like it's just like dumb. It covers
1: like... His whole torso. torso. (laughs) It's like a shirt. You have have to hang it over your neck too. It's got like a strap because it's so heavy.
0: But they got to do something like they throw two belts into a machine. Some bleep bloop sounds come out and then a new belt comes out. There's got to be something visual here. Yeah. To signify this or Coda just walks out one day he's only holding one belt and it looks a little different but i want like the style of both be belts to kind of work together at the same time yeah
1: yeah and it has to be at an event it has to be a big a big deal so whoever wins this cup then goes to fight him yeah yeah so i think that at that we that's got, when we'll see it we got to have that's the when final we're belt we're going to see the final belt
0: a lot of people are split on Tanahashi. He's not big on it. At least k Fabi's not big on it on this idea.
1: I love Tanahashi, but
0: I don't know if I'm necessarily sold on it. I'm still kind of waiting for the results here to be honest. Okay. But, you know, I but I assume the new belt will carry the legacy of the old IWGP heavyweight. Otherwise, it seems strange cuz there's a lot of history with that. I mean, New Japan's older than WWE, you know. Well, it
1: carry it'll carry the history of both.
0: I guess that's what
1: I mean. That's literally that's what
0: Kota keeps saying. But you, at some point, you'll have to remind people. Oh, by the way, these this is the merged belt.
1: Yeah, and everyone will remember it forever. It's a big deal. Like it's very smart. He's the one that merged them.
0: Mm, you're definitely on Kota's side here.
1: I'm. What other side is there for real? Like
0: <laughs> Tanahashi's side. Like no, let's keep him separate. I love Tanahashi,
1: suffering. but not for me. There's no other side for me.
0: You're just you're just a Kota stan.
1: Always and forever.
0: They should make like a Coca Cola. <laughs> He's all over commercials in Japan, apparently. So maybe
1: you want to talk about these matches that we saw.
0: Aren't we doing that? Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, you talking about at the uh, anniversary show? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So, uh, so on this. Uh, new japan cup bracket evil just like grandfathered in the first round he doesn't have to fight anybody
0: i don't know if there's an explanation of why he and tanahashi get a weak one by maybe because tanahashi's never up away champ uh maybe evil because i don't know they just keep giving him shots he
1: scared somebody yeah but can i
0: just say i miss I L I J evil i'm not into bullet club evil no. I think he's, he's not doing anything for me. Bullet Club's got too many people in it. Yeah. And, w- and when the, and when the pandemic shit dies down and doors come open wider, you know, the good brothers are eventually going to at least are going to be in Japan again. So it's like, you're going to have all this Bullet Club. You know, a really, Suzuki-Goon is the better hill group in New Japan. They're more well-rounded, mm-hmm. and they all have differing personalities that range from psycho to uh, respectful but wants to beat your ass, you know? What
1: about Chaos?
0: Chaos, is, chaos is like chaotic, like yeah. literally. They're kind of all over the place, but they're fun. I mean...
1: I I'm, think they're the most fun.
0: I'm nothing against Chaos, but I, as far as like... I look at Suzuki-Goon as a hill faction and they Bullet are, Club.
1: Yeah, they Bullet,
0: are. Bullet Club's more pure heel.
1: The Empire's trying to be, but Jeff Cobb's on their team. Is well, Jeff Cobb a heel? Not to you. <laughs> He's not to me, no.
0: He's uh, Jeff Cobb's going to have to like eat someone's heart to turn you.
1: <laughs> uh we saw Jeff Cobb <laughs> fighting. Yeah,
0: well, uh, well, uh, one of one of the first rounds of the New Japan Cup and then another one that took place like in the AM as we're recording this. So, we'll actually have to get more New Japan stuff. And the results of AEW Revolution will happen next weekend. Yes, so yes. We'll be out of town all week. So we're on a little vac- much needed vacation, socially distant.
1: Yeah, we're a- actually not going to see anyone the entire time. We're going to be in nature.
0: Yeah, we'll be on a, a dog side of a mountain.
1: Cooking things on a grill. That's right. Looking at some trees.
0: But anyway, uh, Jeff Cobb versus Satoshi Kojima. Satoshi Kojima has looked great lately, especially since his no DQ match against Will Ospreay.
1: This was a really good match. I didn't expect as much from him, but... I mean, Jeff Cobb is a big intimidating man, and Kojima was holding his own, like, so well. He looked so good. He's been
0: looking really good lately. Predictably, Jeff Cobb won, and we all, on our predictions, which we'll get more into the rest of them. Yeah. That was a pretty safe bet, but what about Angela? Mm. The Great O'Conn versus Tetsuya Naito. Tetsuya Naito, just uh, a a couple months ago, was a double champion.
1: Well, yes, he was. I thought that he was going to win this match because he was fighting the great Ocon. And I, I
0: predict, I predicted an upset. I'll say. I
1: know you did, and you 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 saw it coming. I didn't see it coming because, admittedly, this was the best great Ocon match that I've seen. I agree for sure.
0: I think he's coming into his personality, but it's been taking a minute, and, and I have not been convinced. The New Japan fans are split on Ocon, man.
1: Well, I some I'm, people love him. I'm not, I've not cared until now.
0: I'd feel exactly the same way. I
1: thought this match was good. I do think, though, it's very weird to me the way it ended because they fought for a long time. There was some good stuff that happened, but then it was not even, it wasn't a pin. It wasn't a submission. The ref called it because they said that Great O'Connor was going to break Naito's knee. Right. So at the end of the day, because that's what was injured, Naito did not submit.
0: That's right. Oh, the ref called it.
1: The ref called it
0: to save him from a broken leg or whatever. Yeah, the
1: ref basically threw in the towel, and it's like this is not blood sport, Japan. Okay, the refs are not supposed to stop the match. You're supposed to submit.
0: I wonder if at the final of the New Japan Cup we'll get Naito going up against Great O'Connor like a.
1: That would be interesting. And I think because I don't I mean Grado Khan's not gonna go all the way with this.
0: No, but I do have him upsetting uh, a couple of times. So, well, we know that Evil and and Jeff Cobb. Yeah. Will be moving on to the next round. Who do you think is going to win in that one? Jeff Cobb. I also picked Cobb because, like I said, I'm just not enthralled with Evil right now, and I gotta say, I want out of just out of these two, Jeff Cobb's the one I want to see come up. Same. And we've seen Evil on the top, the main event, like, all throughout 2020, so.
1: I've wanted to still love Evil so much, and I've tried, and every time I do feel like a little let down about it.
0: He threw away his scythe and his cool robe, and it's been downhill ever since. You don't, shouldn't have ran away from your hipster buddies in yep. the LIJ. All right, how about um Toru Yano against Bad Luck Falei? Could you get for that?
1: I picked Yano.
0: This one was, I felt like I could go 50-50 here. I picked Fale because it, we haven't seen him in a while and maybe he needs to do something. And, and Toru Yano, you know, it's okay if he loses here. I think it's like random regardless, but.
1: I do think a yano Great Khan match would be fun though. Because <laughs> Yano would be stupid and Great Khan would be mad about it.
0: Haruki Goto against Tai Chi in round one. Huchi. Oh, Tai Chi. I picked Tai Chi as well. I think Haruki Goto is great, but Tai Chi has improved, and it seems like they're putting a little more into Tai Chi right now than Goto. It seems like Goto is kind of in the lower mid card back burner at the moment. Mm-hmm. What about Kazuchika Okada? This is a fucking round one match. Kazuchika Okada against Shingo Takagi. What a match that's going to be.
1: I know. It's got to be Okada for me. That's going to be that's going to be a big one.
0: That's who I picked as well. Um man, what a match that's going to be though. It's going to be so good. Uh,
1: like easily whoever wins that match could win the whole thing.
0: I think so. That's ex- I got to say my <laughs> final is Okada.
1: Yeah, I know. But I agree that like it's possible.
0: Uh Tomuaki Hanma against Minoru Suzuki.
1: I picked Minoru Suzuki.
0: Same. Come on. Hanma Hey, I, mean, I don't
1: he, actually know who that is. He's the guy that and has. I feel like that, I decently know who people the, are. That
0: guy has wears like Hulk Hogan colors and slaps his head. Oh,
1: no. No. No.
0: <laughs> uh, Juice Robinson against Kenta.
1: Kenta. I
0: think Kenta's going to put the smack here. Juice will be fine.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: All right, let's go to the other side of the bracket. How about uh Hiroyoshi Tenzan, who, who was supposed to not be able to use Mongolian chops and is now using them?
1: They're not called Mongolian Chops it anymore. <laughs> he changed the name. That is all that mattered in that situation, I think. I think the great Okan was just like, you can't say Mongolian.
0: What is he calling them? Mandarin Chops?
1: No, there's another name. You said it last night.
0: I can't remember. I, I made it up.
1: Oh. I was making sh-
0: names Well, they up. called
1: it something else. And maybe the announcers are just making a joke. But we'll see what it's called when he, when he wrestles.
0: Okay. Hiroyoshi tends on the cheater against Will Ospreay.
1: Osprey.
0: Okay, yeah. That seems obvious to me. What about the uh, Young Lion, Gabriel Kidd, against Zack Sabre Jr.?
1: I didn't laugh at Gabriel Kidd. I think it's sweet that he's in this tournament against Zack Sabre Jr. Zack Sabre Jr. is going to win.
0: Yes. And I'm excited for this because round two is going to be another Will Osprey-Zack Sabre Jr. match. I know. Match. I'm very
1: excited about that. You
0: know, I really want Zack Zach to fucking... If, if I... if. I would I would gladly bust this whole bracket for Zack Sabre Jr. to go on and win this whole thing. Sure. It just seems like they're not push, pushing, pushing him yet. But only so many people can be pushed at once. But he's just one of my favorites. He just does shit I don't see anyone else do. And I love how he's a good heel. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yuji Nagata against Yoda Suji, The other young lion. The big hairy one that is probably my favorite one.
1: Well, I picked him.
0: That's interesting. I picked Nagata because he still got it. Nagata still na- let... got it. <laughs>
1: I think I think he's ready, and I think this is gonna sort of be like the hey hey okay guys, he's ready.
0: I feel like, and this is this is out there. They're not gonna do this because Tiger Mask, I think, has traditionally been a junior heavyweight. But I think it would be so cool if Yoda retired the the fourth Tiger Mask because we barely see him. And he just rips his mask off and puts it on and he's like a heavyweight tiger mask walking around wow. crushing people. I mean, I think it's a good idea. It ain't my company. How about your boy Stone Pitbull, Bull, Tomohiro Ishii <laughs> against uh the 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 beach bum paradise locker Sonata who's too cool for fucking school.
1: Too too cool. Uh Sonata. I picked Ishii. Really?
0: I think, you know, Ishii... I wasn't
1: sure on that one. I just, I picked Sonata because I love him, so...
0: I could see them giving it to Sonata, but I think this one I just went with my heart, and I want to see... I think, to me, Tomohiro Ishii is probably... The greatest Mid Carter in all of wrestling. <laughs> like, he never, he's about 50 50, but I kind of like is him. He's the as, one with the hair. Well, he's head shaved and he's a little squat dude that, like,
1: oh, okay. It can
0: suplex dudes that are, like, literally twice his size. Yeah, yeah, okay. Tough as fucking iron nails. What about, now, this one is an interesting one. Um, David Finley against Chase Owens.
1: I went with David Finley.
0: I did too. You don't, we haven't seen David in singles all that much. But Chase Owens is a dude that always takes the pin. Always takes the pin in Bullet Club. I'm wondering what they're going to do here if, like, if they're going to give Finley a solo push. I mean, it's the Japan Cup. Everyone's going to solo push. What about Yoshihashi gets the Tokyo They're building up with Yoshi, something going on here when they especially after they've given him the, the six man, uh, never open weight belt, yeah. And he's kind of really he's come along and he's he's I think he's at his most interesting he's probably ever been in his career. I actually have him losing in the second round to Finley, but Same. um, but if I'm wrong there, I wouldn't be surprised. What about uh, now you probably don't you probably haven't seen this guy very much, Toa Hanare. Against Jay White.
1: I haven't seen him much, but I would have picked Jay White I against think, most anyone, I think.
0: Tohanari is really good. Um, he's a guy from, I believe he's from New Zealand. He's a very good wrestler, but he's just not a guy we've seen a lot of. Yeah. And uh, come on, it's Jay White. Exactly. And of course, who do you think is going to win between Hiroshi Tanahashi and Jay White? And Jay this, White. That's who I picked as well. So, yeah. Let's skip... All the way down to our final two. Who Who'd you pick? I like for, that idea. Who do you pick to the final two? I know what you did, but it's it's funny. I want to hear you say. I
1: it. I do brackets and predictions with only my heart.
0: Call them the Funky Bunch because we got a Marky Mark over here. <laughs>
1: I have Kenta and Jay White.
0: <laughs> you just picked your two favorites
1: from both sides and pit
0: them against each other.
1: Yeah, so... Look,
0: I love Kenta. I don't think he's going to call them. the way. I have Kenta way.
1: and Jeff Cobb fighting, <laughs> and then Kenta beating Jeff Cobb, which is also, like, insane. And then I have Kenta and Jay White and Jay White winning.
0: I have Cobb going all the way to the quarterfinals. Um, I have Okan beating Fale, but I have Okada... And Jay White in the finals with Okada winning. Okada's due to make like a big comeback towards the belt. I don't know if this is considered too soon for that. Um, It could be too soon for it. I feel like that's not something that needs to rush itself. But I just feel like Okada seems right right now.
1: I, f- I think it'd be really good story to have Jay White win this. And then go up against Kota again. With Kota having this like mega major belt. And then Coda wins, because Coda's not going to lose the first time he brings out this major mega belt that I'm predicting he's going to bring out, right? So then Jay really spirals. Yeah. That's what I see happening, because he almost did before, but then he came back. And I just, I just, I don't know. Like, I just want him to get, like, erratic. I think it'd be amazing.
0: Everyone seems to think that that Jay White at some point is going for, is going to make his way towards a babyface position. What is the path there before he gets there? Is there going to be a bullet club war? Is he going to war against evil?
1: If they ever do get the Good Brothers back over there, that could spark a war within the bullet club. You got
0: so many bullet clubs. then
1: you got like OG versus new hot shit, you know?
0: So, yeah. You got, did who, you have Jay White winning the whole thing.
1: I do. I mean. He, of the story I just told you. In the
0: last, what, two years? He does really well in like tournaments. And, and
1: then doesn't win them. And I think he right. at least needs to have the cup, even though I don't think he'll take the belt off Coda.
0: God, if, I want Coda to have the belt even for a while, even if it comes down to Okada going after him. But like, if Jay, I think Jay won the belt at some point, like not long before we just started watching. Mm-hmm. Um, and had to, and dropped it, but, but if I see Jay win those belts or the new mega uh, world mm-hmm. IWGP heavyweight, I'll still be incredibly happy because yeah. he's one of my absolute favorites across all wrestling that we watch. He is just one of my absolute favorites. Yeah. I don't know. I love, I'm a big AEW fan, but some weeks, depending on what I just watched, I might be a bigger New Japan fan. It seems like it goes back and forth to me. Those
1: are the two that if we had to stop watching everything else, I would be okay.
0: It's always going to come down to those two, you know? Mm-hmm. For if sure. If there's a
1: week where we don't have enough time, that is all we watch, which was evidenced by this week. We were very busy. We still watch New Japan. We still watched AEW.
0: Speaking of AEW, we are around the corner. From AEW Revolution, which I'm excited Revolution. about. Revolution, but can we talk about Shaq and Jade versus Cody and Red Velvet?
1: Hell yeah, we can. Because
0: boy, was my expectations rock fucking bottom, and Shaq did like fifty thousand times more shit than I thought he was going to it do. It was
1: excellent.
0: Did you catch his Brody Lee tribute? Shaq did a Brody Lee tribute. No, when he before he like rocked uh, Cody with a power bomb. Yes, folks. Shaq powerbomb Cody. So good. He did the kissing his fingers and putting his hands out. Yes, that Brody okay, Lee used to
1: yes. Do. Oh my God, I remember him doing that. I think at the in the moment I didn't catch it, but I love that.
0: And I would say that Jade Cargill did better than I thought she would too. We saw near the oh, and Red Velvet fucking tore this shit up.
1: Red Velvet is good. Look,
0: she's earning her check, and she looked like a leader. In that ring.
1: She was in charge. Yeah. She was straight up in charge of what was
0: happening. And you saw her kind of, towards the end, you saw her kind of like tap Jade, like letting her, reminding her of a spot and stuff. Yeah. But even that little bit of flaw is okay based on everything else that we saw. And Jade looked so good, you know, when she was connecting and dominating and Red Velvet made her look good. And Red Velvet also fucking looked good pounding on Jade. So you got to give Jade credit for that.
1: And as far as, like, attitude, I mean, we've known for a while that Jade has it. I feel like Red Velvet's personality has come out more super mm. recently, which I really love. I think this has been a good, like, matchup for her. Jade, a little too much showboat. A little too much showboating. <laughs> but at the same time, she posted something, because I guess she was probably getting some, some flack about that. And she posted something on Instagram where she was, like, had her arm up, you know, like she's a champion. Yeah. And she was like, I flex. If you looked like me, you'd flex too. And I was like, <laughs> sure. "True." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> At one point, she's like counting her abs after like Red Velvet like hadn't got up off the floor yet, and I was like, "Come on, girl!"
0: Red Velvet's eating cake, and Jade's working it off. Yeah. So there you go. I love the Gun Club attack Shack with a chair on the side, so he has to do QT the squash. Marshall home. got
1: in for a minute.
0: It was really good. It was. so much more fun than I ever would have thought it would be. And it ended in Shaq fucking and Cody going through two tables.
1: It was so much more than I ever thought it could be.
0: Yeah, so... Uh, so they- if
1: they want to come back, I'm cool. Yeah. I'm cool with it.
0: Also, the only other match other than that beautiful squash match that Pac and Ray Phoenix did...
1: Oh, yeah. It was
0: so fast. It looked so dominant. It was so smooth. I love... A squash match. I don't think there's nothing wrong with having that. As short and coming it in and just making them look dominant. That's the most domineering squash match I've seen. Probably even more domineering than Bobby Lashley against The Miz <laughs> for the belt. The Bobby Lashley match lasted like a minute and a half, probably longer. Mm. Um, But let's talk about Rio Mizanami versus Nyla Rose. Oh, the finals.
1: My god
0: Rio's so fun
1: this she just for me, exudes charisma this was my match of the week maybe i mean the other one would be um jeff cobb mm-hmm. and and kojima satoshi
0: kojima sure
1: yeah but as far as like the one that i'm the most happy that i saw and made me the most happy and just like i just i love i love rio
0: I was overall this whole tournament to me, and we still need to go back. There was an, an amazing six woman tag.
1: Yeah, we, need we to missed watch a couple matches,
0: magi- but with uh, what is the, cra- the crazy little former idol Maki
1: Ito Maki
0: Ito, yeah, and, and that's supposed to be really good. And also, Nyla Rose I feel like has kind of reached a level in this turn. This tournament is successful. Just if you like good wrestling, yeah. it's successful. If you like things that are a little bit different. And unique, it's successful. Yep. And as far as elevating the people who are in it and making them look good, even in points where they lose, like Ty Conte and Nyla in this finals.
1: Yes, so good.
0: Then it really worked out. I feel like um, even leading up to Revolution, that uh, this uh, Women's Eliminated Tournament has been the most interesting thing at yes. AEW right now. The Kenny and Mox thing just feels like something that will go on forever. <laughs> but this is something that's just like that feels like right now that really works for me. And I hope people go back and if you haven't watched these online and the matches they put up, I check them out. It's just there, it's it provides a little more variety into the AEW experience. A company that wants to do things like death matches and different things like this, and money matches and stuff like that.
1: Rio, Rio Mizunami won. Oh, right. And she was amazing. And then Sheeta came out to give her her trophy. Because you won a trophy for winning this championship. Mm -hmm. And you can tell that they love each other. Like, they actually showed Sheeta the second that she won. And it legit looked like true happiness on her face. Like, they've wrestled together before. And she goes up in to give her the trophy. And they both are, like, smiling at each other. And then they shake hands. And then... Mizunami just fucking punches her and they just start, they're holding hands, just fucking punching each other, but smiling almost. It was so, I don't know. I'm so looking forward to that match so much.
0: There was a lot of people on the, a lot of the women on the Japan side that I thought were super interesting.
1: Absolutely. And I
0: think this, getting a lot of Joshi wrestlers in is something that will really help the women's division and make it look a lot different than other divisions that are going on in North America.
1: Yeah. I think it's really exciting. I also complained a little bit around the house about the fact that not all of the matches were on dynamite. Sure. But I realize now that the reason not to do that is to have more ways for more people across the world to see these matches, because maybe you're in a place where you can't get like American TV But you can get YouTube. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Like, I don't know how all that shit works. But putting it on more outlets kind of spreads out.
0: Did you hear what happened to Bleacher Report? Because they were supposed to put one right on the website.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I didn't hear.
0: Well, apparently it fucked up. And especially a lot of areas outside of the country could not pull this up. So, Tony Khan just stuck it on YouTube. was like, sorry about that here. So, it's on YouTube.
1: Gotcha. Good.
0: Which... I'm not opposed to airing live on Bleacher Maybe air it live on Bleacher Report and then put it up in as many... It seems like you want to put shit in as many places as you possibly can. Yeah, yeah. So, it was a little confusing.
1: But I I guess, like, the stuff that's actually on Dynamite you can't put on YouTube. So having more of the content that you can just put on YouTube is kind of cool, actually.
0: This leads us into 2021 AEW Revolution predictions. And uh, our discussion of AEW Revolution will come the following weekend when we return from out of town. The Casino Tag Team Royale. 15 teams in this match. And three of these teams are Dark Order. Right. (laughs) So I guess it's... uh, who, I'm not sure who, Evil Uno and Stu Grayson, Silver and Reynolds, and I guess the other will be five and ten, is my guess?
1: I guess so, yeah.
0: So, think of all your tag teams. The Young Bucks aren't in here, Jericho and MJF aren't in here, because they have another match. So,
1: you've got...
0: Pack and Phoenix are in there. FTR are in there. Uh, Jurassic,
1: Jurassic Express? I, I believe so. Private Party?
0: Max, oh, Anthony Bowen, yeah, Private Party's got to be Max in there. Max Caster. He's in the ladder match. Yeah, so they can't. Bowens is injured right now.
1: Oh, I wondered why he wasn't with him.
0: I bet uh, Grizzly Mountain, whatever. Bear Country. Bear Country are, uh, are in there. So who do you think is going to win? Oh,
1: I, Hybrid 2 maybe.
0: Oh, yeah, Hybrid 2 will be there.
1: We didn't even name 15, but let's just say. A lot. That it's going to be. It's 30 dudes. Probably, I'm going to go with Varsity Blondes.
0: Oh, interesting. <laughs> Gosh, you know, I'm torn between um, FTR and Pack and Phoenix. I almost
1: said FTR, actually.
0: But Pac and Phoenix, it looked like they were setting up like, these dudes are badass. and I, I wouldn't be
1: surprised. I love
0: Phoenix and Penta. Penta was in the ladder match as well. So it, it seems weird to split up the Lucha Brothers, but like...
1: Will this be the first time we've seen Penta since he got shoved in the eye with Kenny's boot?
0: Yeah. Okay. I think so but like but even then it's still i mean they're Death's triangle so they can all interchange oh, yeah. right there's something really exciting about pack and ray together
1: you know i really i know you said them i didn't think about that too much i i wouldn't be surprised if they won the whole thing i'm going to say pack and ray
0: yeah and i i think i'm going to split it i think it's going to be them or ftr ftr
1: yeah that means you only get half points
0: sure <laughs> <laughs> Miro and Kip Sapien versus Orange Cassidy and Charles Taylor.
1: I think Orange and Charles. Charles. Orald. Arl- Oralds. Charles. <laughs> Orange. And I forgive Chuck, you, Charles. Chuckie T. Mm. Are gonna win.
0: I think me. I think Miro and Kip are gonna win because this may have to hold. I think this is leading to Miro and Orange essentially. Oh. I think it's, bit, we're going to see. I I could see that. So I think, bec- and you oh. could, and you could play an angle like thing are, things are harder for the best friend since Trent is out.
1: And you're totally right because Penelope is definitely going to be accompanying them and they're going to fucking cheat and they ruined her wedding. So. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I agree. I changed my answer. Miro and, and Kip.
0: And boy, have we my not. My heart s- is wrong. We have not seen Kip and win in a long time, but. That's true. But yeah, I think, uh. This will lead to Miro and Orange Cassidy, which I can see Orange maybe winning that. They can take their time with that.
1: Orange. I wouldn't be surprised Orange winning against anyone at this point.
0: Face of the Revolution ladder match. Mm -hmm. Cody Rhodes versus Scorpio Sky versus Pinta El Zero Miedo versus Lance Archer versus Max Casser versus To Be Determined. And the winner earns a TNT title opportunity.
1: I think it's time I think it's going to be Scorpio.
0: You think it's Scorpio's time here? Hmm.
1: He was on the mic the other day kind of talking it up. Not that that means shit. I was just thinking about it. I just think it's his turn finally. He's needed a good, he's needed a belt shot. I don't know that he'll get a belt, but.
0: Paul White, formerly The Big Show, Mm -hmm. on Dynamite announced that there's going to actually be two signings.
1: (sighs) You're fucking right.
0: He said that one is like Hall of Fame worthy potential but not who we think. And the other is just, like, another big signing, but it's not that. I think Ethan Page is the to-be-determined in the face of the Revolution Ladder Match.
1: And he's going to come in and win like Brian Cage did last year? I think it's going to be
0: between him and Lance Archer. I predict it's Ethan Page in the ladder match, former, like, other half of Karate Man, and Lance Archer. And I'm excited about Ethan Page coming in because he is very talented. That would be great. The worst part about him... You know, Josh Alexander still at Impact, and he and Josh together are like, they're a high-end tag team, and they're very talented individually, and um, I'd love to see them reunited somewhere down the road. But I think Ethan Page is going to show some good stuff. But you know what? I'm going to say that Lance Archer wins this shit. I think he's going to do some squishing, some squashing.
1: I would also not be mad about that.
0: So your pick is Scorpio Sky, mine is Lance Archer. Mm-hmm. Hangman, Adam Page versus Matt Hardy in a big money match.
1: Fucking like Adam Page is going to squash Matt Hardy.
0: You think so, I huh? do. You really do.
1: I really... Oh God. Don't you
0: understand sad cowboy story? Sad cowboy story has to continue. Sad cowboy can't be happy. Adam Page is not allowed to be happy. There's going to be some <laughs> bullshit that goes on here that everyone's going to hate, but big money Matt, he, they don't call him big money Matt for nothing. It's,
1: he has been paying people to sabotage people.
0: This is what I'm openly. saying. Openly. So he's going to do something, and then Adam Page is going to fucking lose a chunk of money. You're
1: just trying to tell me my heart is going to break over and over and over again on Sunday.
0: He's got to be Sad Cowboy a little bit longer. I know. It's going too nice for him. He's he's made peace with the uh, Dark Order.
1: They're friends. And
0: the most uh, heartwarming story in all of AEW. Yes. But man, Matt's, Adam's got to be sad about it. Adam's got to be sad about it. If I'm wrong, I'm So
1: now he'll be sad poor cowboy.
0: If I'm wrong, I'm happy about it. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think I will be. I think Matt will get one over on him. The long-awaited Sting and Darby Allin versus Brian Cage and Ricky Starks in a street fight, which I assume will be somewhat cinematic. Who do you think is going to win here?
1: Well, this is Sting's first match. Officially, yeah. I don't think he can lose.
0: I don't think he can either. I think it's got to be Darby and Sting as long as we've been with this. I wonder how it's going to go down specifically.
1: I don't know. I'm just excited to watch Ricky sell whatever they do to him. He's so fucking good. It's going to
0: be Ricky with Sting doing that selling. He's the best. And Brian Cage, you just watch him work and you can see how much trust they have in Mm -hmm. him the level of strength he brings is actually like such a benefit to how he's able to protect people yep. even while he's doing moves on them and shit. I think it'll, I think it'll be, um, I think we'll all be pleasantly surprised by this match. I mean, Me all these people are talented and we've seen sting in the ring who looks surprisingly fast for a 61 year old man that has neck history. issues. Yeah. And, uh, yeah.
1: Oh, we did not mention it, but we saw Tully Blanchard in the <laughs> ring with FTR this week. Yeah, he
0: got the pin.
1: He got the motherfucking pin. He was hobbling between those ropes in and out of the... He was making me nervous, <laughs> but he it was fun. You could tell he had a really good time. I don't know how often we'll see Tully fighting, but that did happen this week.
0: Tully's your favorite horseman. Yeah. Old school.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: It ain't Mongo sure. Michaels. that's for sure.
1: And it's not Ric Flair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, No? No. <laughs> <laughs> you heard her, right? I Rick. don't like it.
1: You know what I say? What? Woo. Woo!
0: Nikita Koloff, you ain't so bad. You are so bad. As a matter of fact, when I was tasting you, brother, I found you to be not so bad at all. <laughs> uh... AW Tag Team Championship, the Young Bucks want revenge for what the inner circle, Chris Jericho and MJF, had done to their father.
1: Hmm. I actually think Jericho and MJF are going to take this.
0: You think so, huh?
1: Yeah, because then that lets this kind of continue if they want it to. But also, wait, is this for the belts? Yeah. Oh. Then no.
0: Why wouldn't it be for the belts?
1: I just didn't think about it. Um... No, then I think the Bucks will retain.
0: I think the Bucks will retain too. I think they gotta reach a point of anger. Look, I think it was. Just seems
1: like Jericho's not done a whole lot in the last months.
0: Honestly, Chris Jericho, the way they played it up as him as the first champion, and the way they use him to get other people over. I think has worked very well, yeah. but I honestly don't think from this point on that Jericho should be getting a lot of belts. I he, agree. With he's that. the first AEW World Champion, and that worked very well for them, and that was and he did a good job with that. But now we move forward, and that and in, and considering that AEW Tag Team Division is the best in the world, I don't think that's debatable. Just yeah. look at what's stacked up going on there. They just put Pack and Phoenix. Together, I know. (laughs) In the tag team game, I mean, for fuck's sake! And you already got FDR, uh, Jurassic Express, proud and powerful. Yeah, proud and powerful, that get better and better.
1: I love them so much.
0: Yeah, I think the Bucks are. I think the Bucks got to win this. Yeah, the
1: Bucks have to win
0: because we got to get to at some point. We got to get to MJF destroying the rest of the inner circle. Well,
1: and since the inner circle is already falling apart with Sammy gone, them losing is a good. That's a good thing mm. for the breakup of inner circle.
0: AEW Women's Championship. Hikaru Shida against Ryo Mizunami.
1: I want it to be Ryo Mizunami. So I do too. Oh, bad. She's
0: she's honestly I like Shida fine. Uh she does. she's really talented. But Rio, she's got talent and she's coming up. She's young. And I think it would be good to put the belt on someone who's coming up, and she exudes energy and confidence and fun
1: she does and she's unlike anyone in the company the thing that gets me the most about her is that she walks into another country she has fought at aaw at AEW before like really early she was oh, right, a rumble right. or something or yeah. a, a six woman but she comes in a lot of people watching her probably had no idea who she was and she is like 1000 percent her like quirky exactly how she was on these Japan shows, I don't know. I just, I just loved it so much that she seems to be like one thousand percent, like doing her own thing and not giving a fuck. Also, she came all the way over here. Let's keep her for a while.
0: I mean, they could do that even if she doesn't win.
1: I hope they do either way. For I don't sure. think she,
0: I don't think they're gonna throw her on a plane and send her back immediately. Even I if hope she
1: loses. not. I hope not.
0: But I think it would be like a fresh face. And I don't know, it might not mean much to a lot of people who sat out watching a lot of the tournament matches online if you're only watching Dynamite and uh the pay-per-views, but I think I think I think there's some value in Rio and Takaroshi is the now, she's not someone you want to bury, but Rio seems like the future, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I I don't think it would hurt anything. You got two Japanese stars very talented. And we kind of don't know that much about either of them, especially Shida. Yeah, you know who who's been around, but I think in this t- case, ryu has got the charisma, and I think put it on the charisma. I agree. That's the way I feel about it. Rio Mizunami. It. No offense, Sheeta, but you were champion. No for,
1: for a long, for a long while.
0: She's and been a champion. Finally, the AEW World Championship: Kenny Omega versus John Moxley in the exploding barbed wire death match.
1: Hmm.
0: I don't know how it's going to end. It seems like you can't really get a lot of cheater shit in an exploding barbed wire death match.
1: No, sir.
0: But I think Kenny's got to retain because Moxley is going to be a daddy and he's Mm going to need some time. Mm -hmm. Especially, you know, he'll probably do some New Japan Strong tapings or something. Um, And
1: they've made such a clear, this is the last time. This is the end of this. And so it's just a good clean stop for then, because Renee's going to have that baby soon and Mox can just... Fuck off for a couple months.
0: Yeah, I think it's good timing. And I think when Mox comes back, you know, he'll probably. I mean, I can see them putting the belt on Mox again down the road.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um,
0: and they should, because he's a big star. But yeah, it'd be nice It's gonna. It'd be nice to move on from this right now, you know, because in our hearts, Adam Page has got to. In our hearts, Adam Page has to take this belt from Kenny in like six to eight months, right? Yes.
1: Yes. One hundred percent.
0: So that's how it's got to be. We did see a cameo of Atsushi Onita on Dynamite talking about the history of barbed wire death matches. Yes, and we about did. This. It was really exciting to see him, especially after we watched him the him with Terry Funk last week.
1: It was so cool. I got so excited. He looks so good. He does,
0: looking sharp in <laughs> his looks leather really jacket. He really
1: good. He also, I thought it was just so sweet because he basically gave them his blessing. He was like, I think what you guys are doing is really exciting, and it's going to be really good. It was, I don't know, I love him, and I love that we watched that, and I want to watch more of his stuff. Because even some of the clips that they showed, I know it may be some grainy shit that we'll find, but I want to watch it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Next week on NXT, it's Adam Cole against Finn Balor. I do think Adam Cole is going to get that belt back here. Mm -hmm. And I hope this means that Finn Balor moves up and they make him a star in the big show they could fuck that up but i think finn's time on nxt needs to come to a close okay but you haven't heard this news it's a rumor that's a strong rumor that i think wwe will announce nxt is moving to tuesdays
1: that's amazing
0: means we'll probably be watching it live a lot of the time
1: that's so amazing for us that sucks for impact Impact's going to move to Thursday, Impact. Yeah, it's
0: fucking Access. Just stick Impact Uh, on. No one's watching this Sammy Hagar show. Just stick it on to Impact. No. Uh, Stick it on to Thursdays.
1: Yeah.
0: A lot of people are talking about it like it's WWE tucking its tail between the legs. And yes, WWE tried to kind of fuck with AEW, but AEW, you know, even on a down week, still would beat NXT in the ratings. I think... NXT only won one or two weeks over a year of this shit.
1: It's a money move. You're going to lose sponsors. Yeah. If you're not higher in ratings. And they know they will see a spike. It might. As soon as they switch.
0: Well, we hope so. We hope both of these shows see a spike. But that will remain to see, you know. In theory, you know, AEW might be shooting over a milli on average. A what? A milli. A million that means a million,
1: okay. On average, maybe your voice went up really
0: high, too. But the thing is, NXT's audience is like so much over 50, which is weird. Yeah, and AEW's audience, their demographic, their 18 to 39 demographic, literally would beat the bigger shows in that demographic alone. Mm -hmm. They didn't have the they didn't have as many total viewers as Raw or SmackDown, especially not SmackDown, as is expected. But in terms of a specific demographic of young people, AEW does have a much younger audience, and I think groups of people, like whole households watch AEW.
1: Yeah, for sure. And
0: whereas if I'm watching Raw, and understandably, I'm probably watching it alone. Yeah. I mean, we like a lot of WWE stuff, but not enough to sit through... Not every three week. Three hours every week. I do like SmackDown, though, for the most part. But NXT, is that's our favorite. Yes. And we're glad to have it on Tuesday. But Fox Sports 1 is going under. It's not going to exist anymore. And so I think a lot of... not It's not Fox Sports. NBC Sports. I think Fox Sports and NBC Sports are dissolving their sports networks. Okay. Uh-huh. So it might not be so much Vince being like, it looks like we lost the war, pal. Is It might be USA being like, because... A lot more hockey is going to come onto the USA channel. And traditionally, hockey night is big on Wednesdays. So the way USC, USA is like, look, our biggest hockey night will have to be Wednesdays. For a show that like often doesn't break 650,000 650, viewers, then it's got to move. Mm-hmm. So it may just be... It could have been a strategy to kind of block AEW for all this time, but now that they have to incorporate more sports into their network to compensate for networks shutting down, probably more of that reason than anything else. But we don't know if if WWE will drop a plan up their sleeve to do something else on a Wednesday night somewhere else. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, but it's allegedly going to take place after WrestleMania, NXT's move to Tuesday nights. And of course, this this upcoming Wednesday, Adam Cole versus Finn Balor, that's the main event anywhere in the world. Yeah. So if it doesn't beat AEW, which it'll AEW will be coming off of a pay per view. If it doesn't beat AEW next week, then it's just will. It was never destined to happen. Come on, Adam Cole and Finn Balor. Everyone should want to watch that. Absolutely. And we will probably just not write when it happens. So that's most of our news here. And this is kind of a dirt sheet segment that I'm about to do. Dirty, dirty dirt sheets. <laughs> Because I'm dealing in in rumors, things that aren't uh, officially verified just yet. I really do think Ethan Page is going to be in the ladder match. I feel very strongly about that. Right. But who is the other person? The Hall of Fame worthy talent that is a huge surprise and a huge asset to AEW. Yeah, but listen, it's not who you think. Who does he think that we think it is? Mm. CM Punk? Yeah. I mean, if they um, CM Punk online is like it's 100% not me. In fact, CM Punk is like he 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 comes off like he's in this place where he's like just done with wrestling. Yeah. Like emotionally, politically, you know. Mm-hmm. But of course he's CM Punk, so when people are talk to him about stuff, it's still often about wrestling, you know. He can't he can't really escape it. But boy, if AEW did finally manage to sign CM Punk, that is like huge in terms of where that company could go. considering how CM Punk left. It wasn't like a formal retirement or anything. He was just like, fuck this. I'm done with mm-hmm. this place and left and never came back. That's why everyone's so hungry for CM Punk because it, there's no, even though he's like a veteran wrestler who's been around, it feels like his work isn't quite done. Mm-hmm. And even though CM Punk barely seems to give a shit, like every fan wants to see him at least, complete his career in a wrestling ring formally I suppose yeah and who else is going to be able to throw down some money other than Vince McMahon well it's going to be Tony Khan or or maybe New Japan I I can see New Japan trying but everyone's also being very um frugal because of the COVID scenario and stuff like that but other names that have been tossed around here Batista Drax the Destroyer why
1: would he want to do that
0: I think you're completely right. He would not.
1: <laughs> He's a fucking movie star now. In
0: fact, Batista has reiterated that he is retired and had this to say on Twitter. They're going to have to come up with another word that's used specifically for professional wrestlers who actually mean it when they say they're retired. <laughs> Currently, the word retired has zero credibility by professional wrestling standards. And Batista's is basically like, like, I'm fucking serious. I'm retired. He retired after a WrestleMania main event against Triple H. Yeah. And he was done. And frankly, you see the movies he's popping up in, fucking Dune, Guardians of the Galaxy, like these cool, like, like hip-looking movies. Like, yep. it seems like, you know...
1: He's fine.
0: Yeah. what what He's got nothing to complain about. I don't think he's got a chomping at the bit. Now, there's a certain level of Hall of Fame worthy. They're saying that this person is super talented. But I hope it's not someone who's too much of a veteran. Like, because the names, Kurt Angle... Rob Uh Van Dam has been thrown out. Kurt Angle, I think, is one of the greatest wrestlers on WWE history. And Rob Van Dam, I believe that as well. Uh, Big ECW champion back in the day. I would be disappointed if it was either of those guys in terms of what you'd want to Mm -hmm. put a direction of a company in. I mean, because you want whoever Paul White is talking about. I think it's cool that they brought in the big show. But he's doing this role, he's gonna be both ring but also announcer. Yeah. He's almost like there it almost looks like he's gonna be in some kind of like management position here, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good fit for him. Yeah. But if it's like, you know, a guy who can't go the way they did twenty years ago, I'm not you know, we've already got Sting in there, you know. We don't really need Right in terms of like big legend status that, you know, that you have to use carefully. It doesn't get much bigger than Sting, and I think, I hope we put a full stop there.
1: I do too.
0: I had the thought that maybe Brock Lesnar, what if they, I don't know if Brock's in the Hall of Fame just yet. He should be. Well, you don't have
1: to be in the Hall of Fame, I think, to be Hall of Fame worthy. I think it just means you have to be established, and it's going to be a name we recognize, but we might not, it might not be the first one that comes to mind. Is Brock Lesnar definitely, like, out of contract with WWE? I think so. I know we haven't seen him in a long time. But Brock is
0: all look. Brock is all fucking business. He's all about money. It would fucking make those papers if he fucking showed up on Revolution. But it is not something that's going to benefit in a long term scenario.
1: I don't like that idea.
0: You know, there's one name that you know everyone's throwing around a lot of uh, a lot of names. But there's one name that I feel like has quite a possibility. But I'm surprised I haven't heard this name more. Tessa Blanchard.
1: Oh, yeah, we talked about her.
0: You and I did, but when I'm reading a bunch of stuff, everyone's like, is it going to be CM Punk? Like, I don't know, wrestling news, quote-unquote, it's the same bullshit over and over again. Half the time it's wrong, more than half the time.
1: But I feel like
0: Tessa Blanchard showing up is a good contender. We've talked in the past about how there's rumors, you know, bullshit news, that they're kind of throwing Tessa's name around back. They've been throwing her name around backstage. Well, well,
1: you're going to because she's not fighting anywhere right now, and her fucking dad is there. You know, it's gonna get brought up. Is that that tie that like family like in?
0: And she's got, but she's got the a fucking reputation of being like full of sh- herself. Yeah. And AEW supposed to have like a somewhat of like almost a family environment kind of. The way mm-hmm. they all seem to link together, especially after Brody's death, yes, there seems to be a strong connection through that between a lot of people who've been there. Mm-hmm. And if she comes in and fucks that up, it won't be worth it. Also, she allegedly called said it's called some girl the n word. Yes, and let me tell you, if she's willing to step up and publicly, the thing, how do you how do you get past that? You know, it's, say that's true. It's definitely a her word against. Her word kind of scenario.
1: Except a lot of people said they either saw her, heard her do it, or heard her do similar things that were bad also.
0: And Tessa hasn't... I mean, Moose defended Tessa, but they used to be roommates. They're old friends. Yeah. But she she's rubbed a lot of women the wrong way over the years. So that kind of, like, had a lot of people jumping in. Like, you know, she's not... She's never been cool cool to me at all.
1: If she wanted to approach it and, like, publicly say...
0: Well, you need to approach it directly with the person who's accusing you and have a conversation with this person. That's true. If you're talking about something that you've said to someone personally, maybe it doesn't need to be drug out into the open. If she really did say this to this person, that's how she overcomes it or gets forgiven for it, is that you got to deal with this shit directly with the people that have pissed you off.
1: Exactly. But what I was going to say is, like, yes, she needs to deal directly with that person and say she's sorry. As far as publicly... She needs to do that first. Yeah. So that she can publicly come out and say, listen, I've made some mistakes in the past. I'm trying to make amends for those. I've talked to the people involved in those situations. I want to start over. I
0: believe that she's denied saying that she called this person the N-word.
1: Well, then, fuck her. I I don't know.
0: I think she has acknowledged that she's pissed a lot of people off over the years, but...
1: I think I read something where she sort of was like, I don't remember ever saying that. I know people get mad at me. Like, you know, it was something very off the cuff, but I may just be remembering it more cynically even than what she said because I was so pissed at her at the time. So,
0: But when you're talking about Hall of Fame-worthy talent.
1: Absolutely she is.
0: Man, she fits into that.
1: She does. She does
0: fit into that. So, I don't know. But uh, that's what... I'm kind of 50-50 on it, to be honest. I just don't want it to, ma- I want it to work if it can work, but I don't think it's worth it if she's just going to be shitty. How many points do I get if to, if it's ten five thousand? 5,000? How many points do I get if it's Ethan Page in the ladder match? Give me 100.
1: You get 100 points for Ethan Page. You get a bonus 100 if he wins the ladder match.
0: Okay. So I but I think
1: get- if he shows up, he wins. So you get 200.
0: But if it's 5,000 uh, 5, points, if it's Tessa Blanchard.
1: Yeah, because I feel like that's a real long shot. I don't think it'll be her. I would like it to be a woman, but I can't think of who else it could be.
0: Yeah, Hall of Fame worthy.
1: I would like it to be...
0: Taya Valkyrie's with WWE now, so we yeah, think it'll be just, her. Yeah,
1: I know. I thought of her, but yeah, there's no She's way. She's
0: got good history, but I don't know if Hall of Fame worthy works.
1: Is there anyone else like that from...
0: They've really set something up here. They've got to deliver.
1: I know. It's What if it's a fucking letdown? What if they come out and we're like... Arr. What
0: if it is Ethan Page? I mean, there's two. So I, think I didn't Ethan know there Page were two one.
1: until you just told Yeah, me.
0: one's going to be in the ladder match and one is separate from that. It, the, the one that's separate is supposed to be the big deal. And I think Tony Khan in like an interview later was like, yeah, this is going to be big. If CM Punk is like... like everyone has been... Since AEW has started has been like, it's CM Punk
1: coming! But you said he's like... Fuck you guys. It's not me.
0: Yeah, he's not like insulting to AEW or anything. No,
1: you. but just like being like, guys, it's he, not me. It's not me.
0: Punk's just a guy that says what he wants to say, you know. And yeah. that's in events world. That's there's a I heard this story not too long ago about how uh, CM Punk was put on the microphone. You know how they'll have wrestlers put on mic, and Vince McMahon will say shit into your ear. Mm-hmm. when you're announcing, commentating on matches and stuff, and he's sitting next to Jerry Lawler, and he gets Vince, like, talking in his ear. Mm-hmm. And he's like, whoa, what's going on? And then he taps Jerry, and he's like, I need to turn this off. Yeah. And then Jerry's like, kind of points this something. and then he turns the mic off, and he's like, ah, oh, that's much better. And then continues doing,
1: like, oh, man. that's
0: just the kind of guy he was. It's, yeah. like, it's like, why are you making me do this stupid shit?
1: I hope it's him. For the other one, if it's not Ethan Page, I hope it's Leo Rush.
0: Whoa, that would be great.
1: Because he's That's not a good signed anywhere right now, and he's hot as shit, and he does all the GCW stuff, and he's like New Japan strong. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be perfect.
0: I think he'd be good backstage, too. Yes. I mean, he's already friends with Joey and shit, so... And he's
1: like a family man. He like is about to have a baby.
0: Oh, that'd be wonderful. Mm -hmm. And a ladder match? Fuck, Leo Rush (laughs) would fucking crack it (laughs) out in a ladder match.
1: Yeah, totally. I would also
0: consider him Hall of Fame worthy. I think
1: maybe we could get if we get Ethan Page and Leo Rush in the same show.
0: That seems like I think for a lot of a lot of fans would think that was a little overselling in terms of the language Paul White used. I don't. But if it ended up being Leo Rush and Ethan Page, then. I'll be fine with that because, look, we just like good wrestling. At the end of the day, we hope it leads to good wrestling. Am I right?
1: You are right.
0: The following weekend, we'll be talking about AEW Revolution. New
1: Japan Cup. We'll
0: be talking about more New Japan Cup. We'll be talking about the results of Finn versus Adam. And we'll see what the follow-up show to the revolution on AEW Dynamite is as we bask in the glow of the new signees and the revelation of who they are.
1: Oh, signees. I didn't know what you said for a second.
0: Oh, I should say that um, the Captain Sean Dean is officially all elite. Really? Yeah, he has a... Nice. He, uh, it's official. He is now all elite.
1: Good. So let's leave on
0: that good news. Congratulations, Sean Dean, the captain.
1: Good job, Captain.
0: Thank you for listening to culture rot wrestling. We appreciate you. And if you like what you heard and appreciate it and understand how much time it takes to make a weekly podcast, then it would mean a lot to us. If you subscribed anywhere that podcasts are heard, recommend us to any of your friends that have wrestling interests and the Biggest way to help us is to leave all the stars and a nice review on Apple Podcasts. Leaving us five stars and a written review at Apple Podcasts helps spread the word on the show, and it doesn't cost you a dime, just a little bit of your time. Any five stars and a written review on Apple Podcasts will be read on a future episode. We also have a couple more podcasts if you're interested. We do the weekly podcast Culture Rot, which is a broader take on pop culture past, present, and future we also have our first podcast still available called Documenteers, and it's all about documentary films discussed in our own special style. That feed isn't updated anymore, but there's still loads of content to be found there, and much of what we discuss is timeless. You can also email me for any reason at uh, show at gmail.com. Our social media game sucks, and I'm terrible at it, but if you follow me and you're not a bot, I might follow you back. But you can hit us up at, at CultureRotter on Twitter and CultureRot on Instagram. So thanks again for listening. We hope you stick around. Until next time, practice super kicking your friends. Testing, testing, one, two, one, two, test testes. Three,
1: four, three, four, vagina. Woo!
0: Vagina.
1: Ovaries. Woo! Fallopian tubes. Woo! Vulva.
0: Woo! Mm. When I was tasting you, brother, I found you to be not so bad at all!